Welcome to Inspired After Hours, your unique peek into the untold narratives of business leaders. We don't just talk business, we journey through their world, personal stories, and unique perspectives. Here we delve beyond corporate facades for intimate conversations that reveal the real life experiences of those who inspire us. Get ready to discover wisdom, extract life lessons, and fuel your own journey. Welcome to Inspired After Hours. Welcome to Inspired After Hours. So today we have Nicole Maiden, and I just feel like it's Nicole Maiden. Your name should be in stars. Um, you have 23 years experience as a, as a seasoned PR expert. But guess what? We don't care about that today. <laughs> Nor do <We> I. Don't. <laughs> but, but I do want to say, you know, you've worked with Disney, Fox, Sony Pictures. You have expertise in fashion, beauty, consumer products, and more. And... But what we want to talk about is your expertise in energetic alignment, mindset coaching, and practical tactics, because that's what really matters. I know that's, you know, we're in our mid-40s, and we're late, late. Stop. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We are in our, dang it, our late 40s. She had to make me say it. We're in our late 40s. Not that I'm trying to hide it. I just don't like saying it. It's not good energy, right? Own it, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So energetic alignment. uh, We just did a podcast with somebody else talking about um, your soul energy. Oh, it's just so good. Um, Mindset coaching. People pay a lot of money for these things. And we've actually in at this stage in our life are wanting to pay for these things. It's so important. Uh, We don't have it all figured out. We actually need practical ways to navigate life, to navigate stress, to navigate our business. People are the most difficult thing of owning a business, right? Is, is that the number one most difficult thing about mm-hmm. owning a business? So you're mentoring small and medium business owners. Um, you want to help them discover their worthiness of receiving press, right? Yes. You're still doing this. You are yes. so gifted at it. You. Um, and you're writing a book. Yes. Yes. It's a lot. <laughs> I know it is. So I, let's talk about the energetic alignment and the mindset. And yep. it ties into helping people discover their worthiness. So is that how you came to become an expert at this with by helping people? Yeah. First of all, thank you guys for having me. I love you. And I just want to tell the listeners a quick story when we talk about energy and worthiness about putting ourselves in rooms that we don't normally go into. And I attended an event that I had never been to before here, a great networking event. And you ladies were in that room. And look at how much has happened since just from us connecting with each other. We're doing business together. We're sitting here today. And I think the world of you guys and your team. So for anybody listening who is on the cusp of going to things or putting themselves out there, I think it's a beautiful reminder that it's okay to give yourself permission to enter new rooms and allow new people to come into your world. Because just when you think you know everybody in your community, right? I believe the most beautiful things have happened in my life and happen in life when people connect. Yes. And so, yeah, it is powerful. And that is a theme in this book that I'm writing that you touched on. Um, I started my career 23 years ago in Los Angeles. I moved to Scottsdale seven years ago and have this huge kind of corporate background. I'll just leave it at that because everything else is in the book. But when I got here, I was in rooms. I didn't know anybody. And I had to throw myself in rooms. I had to build a network. I had to understand 
this town that I've just moved myself to as a single woman wanting to start a business. Who are the players? Who are the people? Who are the businesses here? And as I, like any room you're in, when you start, you know, meeting people, they say, what do you do? <laughs> Not tell me about Nicole. What do you do? Mm-hmm. I wish that it was the reverse, but immediately people would ask me what I did. And so when I would share that I worked in public relations, they would say, oh my gosh, I have this great business. How do I get on TV and how do I do all these things? And so I started to realize that there was something missing here that I could take all this background I had with working with big brands and really tap into helping small business owners. And I'm getting chills as I'm telling this because it it became actually less about helping them actually get press placements, which I, I did, but it was more about having conversations with them about their worth because a lot of people think that those opportunities on television or in the magazines or these, you know, press opportunities are for huge brands with huge budgets. And I would say to all these small business owners, you have a story. You have a story. There is a reason why you got into doing what you're doing. We need to focus on the energy of that. We need to tap into why you're providing the solutions you are. Why are you providing the products and services you are? How are they making people's lives better? And use that emotion to connect with people because thank goodness we're living in a time where authenticity triumphs now, finally. (laughs) You get to just be yourself. You don't have to worry. And this is a theme in my life, in my career, in my book. It is about worth. It is about being who you are and not apologizing for it and, and just feeling free to be you and that you are worthy of opportunities just as you are. Yes, is it great to have credentials? Is it great to have years of industry background and, you know, press accolades? A hundred percent. But those things shouldn't define who we are. And when we talk about energy, and a lot of this is in the book, um, I, I make sure when I'm working with clients that they understand this piece of it. If we're journaling every day and we're wanting to call things into our life and people want press placements to come in or they want to be in that energy, we have to believe that we deserve them. Nothing good is going to come from a place of feeling lack or not in our open heart centered, right? So Mm -hmm. for me, um, I I really teach so much of my work through a place of energy because it is the leading charge in all of our days. I wish that mentors of mine and the world in general talked about this more when I was coming up in my career. Nobody was talking about mental health. Nobody was talking about mindset. Nobody was talking about energy and spirituality. This is something I personally probably started to really tap into 10 years ago after going through a a big kind of rock bottom point in my personal life. Um, And it forced me to understand more about the spiritual journey, which I believe as business owners, we have to tap into. Mm -hmm. How do we lead ourselves? How do we lead our teams? How do we bring our visions to life if we are not energetically and spiritually in tune? So good. That's so good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you spend the majority of your life at your job or with your business, and we were raised the same of, you know, keep it separate. You want to Mm -hmm. keep your spirituality separate. You want to keep your, like, all that mindset and going inward and all that stuff. Like, no, that's that's after work or before work. Then when you go into work, think about business. I was just going to say how many mentors Mm -hmm. told me, I don't care how you feel. What I care is what you can produce. 
I like what you said because it we don't have the conversation enough when there is somebody internal on the team or there is a client or there is a vendor who says, we never say energetically they are not working for us. But that is ultimately what is driving everybody's reaction, everybody's stress when that email comes in. We've, we've all had those situations in business. Yeah. You have that client, that email comes in, I can see the preview, and already I'm Your breathing. Yeah, my And it's starting to beat faster, and my breath has gotten shallow. But I never have the conversation where I say, what we do say is, okay, this probably isn't a good fit. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, is that it's not a good energetic fit. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that is costing us more than it may be costing us from a revenue standpoint or a opportunity cost standpoint. And to speak a little bit more to that, when we have had a client um, in the past who has been a real energy suck, um, and when the email comes up, it's true, it's a real thing. The email comes up and you're just like, oh, I just see their name. We've all and talked she's, about and it. she says, I know, I saw the name and I was just like, oh. And sends everyone and into a tizzy. Yeah. Because we're best friends <laughs> and we've been best friends for yes. 20 plus years. Um, we'll look, I'll be like, I, I can't have you feeling like that. Like, I, know, I don't want that for you, but we would have toughed, I would have toughed it out for myself. And even being business partners, we would probably be like, no, I got this. You know, we, we can deal with it. You know, we, we know how to handle people like that. Like she used to say, well, I worked with a such and such like that. And, and I'm like, well, if she can handle it, I'm going to put her in that situation and let her deal with it because I can't. I'm the emotional one. I'm the, I'm the empathy one. I absorb all the energy. It's bad. It's really bad to have that in this environment. But then when we saw it affecting our team, yeah. we were like mama bears. Like, oh, no, uh, no, 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 no. That's <laughs> when we fired clients. Yeah. Which is, is, I think, such a beautiful lesson as a business mm-hmm. owner because I think for all of us, especially women who are our age range and came up in tried and true corporate America, mm-hmm. no one ever asked me once, I'm sure no one ever asked you, how you felt. And they weren't willing to really fire clients because everything was about take on as much as we can because mm-hmm. of the money, right? And all Customers that Customers always right. Yeah. Remember that. But why do most people get into choosing to start their own business? Well, certainly one for passion for something they have, but because you can now make these decisions. When I start working with people, I am very clear with them at the forefront. This is how I work. This is how I expect this to go. If this is not going to work for you, I 100% understand. I'm happy to refer you to someone else. I will not, and I know you won't either, tolerate everyone else's chaos anymore. Mm -hmm. And we've all sat in it for too long. And when you say that, Nicole, like, I'm like, good, good for you. Don't do that. Like, I'm cheering you on inside. And so we have to do that for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have to because it is very easy to see business dangling and say, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. I want to work with this brand and this account is going to be so great. And, I, you know, I want to work on this project and help them do this. But to be centered and grounded enough to say, you know what, I don't want to add that energy into the plate. It's perfectly fine. They're lovely, but I think they're going to be best suited for someone else. That is so powerful. And I think those are the moments where I am like just you have such a level of respect and pride for yourself because it's not crossing boundaries that you've set for yourself. Nothing I do is 
that urgent, while there are deadlines and while there are, I'd say, maybe moments or seasons where things could be a little bit more stressful in certain times of the activity that I do with mm-hmm. my clients, there's nothing at this point that I can't, you know, keep calm. Mm-hmm. So there's just no point in in working that way. And I see a lot of people do, and God bless. <laughs> But who wants to get up every day and, you know, deal with that? And I think the only reason people still are dealing with it is because they haven't set the boundaries for themselves, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So I think it's super important as a business owner that whether you're staying in business or not or you're just in your own personal journey, you know, where can you create those energetic boundaries Mm. to have peace of mind? around the phone, around emails, around meetings, around calls, around all the things Mm -hmm. that we allow and and do have to integrate into our work. But these things are, it's a lot of expunged energy and, um, you know, not always bad. A lot of good comes from these Mm -hmm. things, but where can you kind of fine tune some of it, take away things, right? Mm -hmm. Does that meeting really have to happen? Does that call really need to happen, right? And we, our experience in this has been where we found ourselves spending hours and hours every single week. There's a half of a day that's dedicated towards responding to someone else's energy or chaos. And the deeper that Kristen and I have gotten into our own self-discovery and process to continue to sharpen our edge so that we can be the leaders for the team that they need, cultivate their talent and really curate and bring the very best out of them so that our clients have the very best of all of us. All of that comes, the starting point of it is her and I and our edge. Yes. And so when we find ourselves in these situations, I started realizing, and I know she's experienced the same thing, You get done with managing a situation and I just feel depleted. And so the way that I may respond to the next thing, or I would even say, and this is true in any organization, in any industry, but being that we, the three of us here, are creatives at nature. Um, We we live in a creative business. That's, and, and our clients expect the very best, but that comes from a deep place of intuition. It's creativity comes from inside of you. So, man, if my gas tank is emptied mm-hmm. from a situation, I feel I feel like a failure for the rest of the day because I know I'm not giving my very best. And I know when I'm at my best and I know when I'm not. Mm-hmm. And then that creates its own wheel of shame. Mm. Yeah. Oh. But what beautiful permission to give yourself to also just be a human being. You are a leader. You guys are tremendous leaders. I see how you run your organization. I'm getting to see it up close and personally, and I'm blown away. And I've worked with a lot of teams. Your pace and your energetic level that you're setting the tone for is creating a safe, thriving environment for your team and your clients, which is so admirable. I have worked in agencies. I understand chaos. And when I look back now, again, there was no room for these conversations when I was growing up. And I think I worked for so many amazing women and I think everybody did the best they knew, right? And the best they could. And they all have great businesses and they're all doing wonderful. But 
when you think about what it is to be a human being in this current time that we are living in and the energy that is expunged just to be yourself every day, Mm -hmm. forget work, forget personal, forget, you know, family, forget all the other things to just get up every day. It is a blessing, but it is a lot of energy. And so the only way that I am able to fill my tank and produce because the pace of my job, similar to yours, is quite fast Mm -hmm. and very results driven and certain times needs to be super quick hitting. I have to create boundaries in, in my life and other areas because if I don't take care of myself and put those boundaries up with friends, with family, with making plans, with saying no to things and not feeling guilty, going to that extra sound bath, going to that extra workout, right? Showing up to my trainer three days a week to lift weights, whatever it is to give me what I need. To your point, I could never service the clients in the way that I did without Mm -hmm. these boundaries. Mm -hmm. It just requires too much. And so if you know that you're going to be putting a lot of energy into our work, because we do, it's natural in the work we do. And then also we want to give our best. Where do we fill ourselves back up? You know, and a lot of that has come down to, for me at 44 years old, getting comfortable saying no. It's taken me years to get here. I say to my friends all the time, I love you guys. They know I love them. I pour so much into my family and friends. I'm with them a lot. Right now, I'm in a season where it's a no plan season. And I'm usually the one organizing the monthly girls dinners. Um, But you know, I've had to give myself grace that I have dreams on my heart. I have projects that I want to see come to fruition. I'm writing a book. It's coming out in September. I'm running a business. I have multiple clients. I have all kinds of things swirling. And I'm doing it all, you know, by myself, by choice. But you can't give yourself to all of these things if you're pulling yourself in 100 directions. And so, you know, energy work for a business owner should be at the forefront. And Um, you know, through that energy work, I believe is where you find your worth. Where you're at right now, you would think that when the book comes out, you're going to be inspiring everybody. I just want you to know the journey that you're in right now is so inspiring to me. And I think to a lot of people, you know, that you're, you know, the way you're navigating it, you're talking about the boundaries, you're talking about the self-care, you're talking about, you know, being intentional about your time and all the things like it's so inspiring. I'm so glad that you're talking Thank about you. it right now. And you're not just waiting for the book to come out. You're actually talking about your journey and on your social media, you you're talking to the camera and you're <laughs> the don't stop, please. Yeah. Thank this you. part of your story is so inspiring. I'm sure the book's Thank gonna you. be take it to the next level. Yeah. But I don't know because it's pretty damn inspiring. Thank you. Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned that because I was formally always in my stories. You know, when I moved here, um, I spent my first year here when I started building my business going all over the state. This was pre-COVID. I was new to the state. I was traveling all over. I used to take people on hikes with me and I would show it in my stories and throw music up. It was like my morning DJ sesh. Like mm-hmm. I just had so much fun. And I, I think what happened to me when we talk about energy over the last five years is My first two years here, things were booming. Business was booming. I was out and about in town. I was building my network. I was loving the energy of the new city and my new environment. And um, in 2018, without no warning, um, I lost my father father suddenly. Mm -hmm. And a week later, we lost my grandfather, who was like a second father. So we had this 
tremendous blow to our family, like the whole family uprooted in a matter of 10 days. And I'm running a business, you know, at that point, still by myself, single, navigating clients. We talk about energy. I didn't realize until I had like an actual crash and burn from the grief from trying to keep the business moving forward while I was processing. I got so physically ill and I just shut down and I ended up doing a lot of uh, intense energy work with spiritual advisors and mentors and a lot of trauma healing around the grief because you go through life and you're not expecting these life moments to happen and especially when they happen out of nowhere. How do you continue to show up for your clients, for yourself, for your Mm -hmm. family, process your own feelings? The amount of energy that was being expunged during those years actually was making me physically ill. Mm. And um, then we went right into a global pandemic. So I am now on the other end of several years of massive healing work that I chose to do because I knew that the only way to get back into the light where I am now was through so much darkness and so much heavy work that Mm. I had to do. No one was going to do it for me. And the energy involved in healing Mm -hmm. is a full-time job in itself. 100%. Because when you start unpacking your feelings and you start unlayering things, a lot comes up and it takes a toll on your body. And then how does that trickle down into work or your plans or things you need to be at when you're not feeling your best? Mm -hmm. So Energy is such a theme in my last few years, um, highs and lows, because I understand what it's like to feel in total alignment. And I know what it's like in that messy middle where you're literally getting up going, oh, my God, how am I going to actually get through my day? I don't know Mm -hmm. if I can even get out of bed right now because I'm in such a bad depression. Mm -hmm. So now I have to go be there for my clients. I need to move this forward. How am I going to go to this event? And it was a really, really really tough few years, um, which I am very candid about. And I used to share a lot about on social. And I think what happened for me during the pandemic was that I was expunging so much energy, sharing what was going on in my life, because I thought if I'm going through this, maybe somebody Mm -hmm. else is, and maybe they need to know they're not alone. Mm -hmm. And they'll see that I'm dealing with a lot and I'm being really vulnerable about it. Not for any reason other than to just hopefully help someone know again that they can be seen or they're not alone in their feelings Mm -hmm. um and i think the phone also reminds me while such a beautiful tool something i needed to set personal boundaries around Mm -hmm. was it is so important to share and be truthful and and be yourself but also manage your own energy around that i am not someone i know who can be on my phone all day I cannot be texting back and forth all day. Mm -hmm. I can't. And I don't want to. And that, when we talk about worth, for me, I think in these last few years of doing so much of this work, I I thought, sure, well, 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 of course, why haven't I given myself permission to put my phone down? Why do I feel like I have to be connected to everyone always or I'm not worthy? Mm Mm-hmm. Or you're, or you're not being there. Yes. You're not being professional. You're not delivering a level of customer service, right? All of those things. Yep. And 
this is so much of what I've been sitting with the last few years. So now I, I'm very forthcoming in these conversations with people from the most loving way that this is just how I operate. And if you're on board with it, awesome. And if not, you know, please just don't ever be offended if I don't respond to you right away or if I need some time to catch my breath. If something's urgent, please let me know and I will be there immediately in any way I can. But if we're just going to go back and forth for a few hours, I actually can't be there to hold space for Mm -hmm. that right now. Yeah. And actually, that's a gift to the other person that you're telling them that up front because what we've learned is that it, we we have to train ourselves to set those expectations up front. Mm-hmm. We still, there's some more work that we need to do mm-hmm. with that. But um, if you do that, set that expectation, then instantly they have to respect it. If they don't respect it, then they have to walk away because they have to know that that's not going to work for me. What yes. you just said, I don't think that's going to work for me. It's like, okay, great. I'm so glad. I'm relieved that we, yes. that we avoided the frustration and negative energy that each of us would have experienced not not knowing that we're not on the same page with that, you yes. know, and it does. They they you know the whoever it, it happens to be usually clients. Um, if they don't understand, then they're just this frustration is building up, and yes. why aren't they answering me, or why am I not getting this response that I want? Mm-hmm. Yes, and we don't want that negative energy for no. them. No. We, no. we don't want them to feel that way. And let me also make super clear because I know we're all this way because we, I know we're all cut from the same cloth. Anything that requires attention and energy in the moment or anything that's deadline. I mean, I, I never miss deadlines. Like mm-hmm. this is Same this isn't us. about being not punctual. It's not not mm-hmm. I mean, polished professional, all the things we are. But you can be those things without being in manic, chaotic mm-hmm. energy. And that is Something that I will say, unfortunately, I think I, until my father died and until we went through COVID and until these last few years, didn't really turn that knob Mm. tight enough to allow myself to know that people are going to follow your lead. And what we allow for ourselves, what we think we're worthy of, is going to get mirrored to us. Mm -hmm. And so... If we can avoid chaotic energy and if we can somehow, you know, create a safer, calmer space to work and produce results and create a fun way to, you know, work on things, why not prioritize that? Mm-hmm. Where did they get lost somehow mm-hmm. in this hustle culture of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. to just always be going and always be everything has to be so fast? And to your point earlier, we lose the intentionality. Mm-hmm. You know, I this world we're in right now, especially with all the online gurus um, in my industry, there's a lot of people out there, you know, click on this ad, I promise I'll get you, you know, XYZ placements. There's all this energy swirling around really innately what I do, which is to help someone shine their light and tell their story, to help them reach more people through connecting with the media so that they can share their story they can have that opportunity to have a deeper, more emotional, connected conversation with their audience. How could I, as someone with integrity, promise somebody that that's going to happen? I could never promise them, Mm -hmm. and I can't promise them the amount of times it's going to happen. I have enough evidence from my career, as we all do, that we know 
how to make these opportunities happen. Mm -hmm. And we have the relationships that we've poured into energetically to make these opportunities happen. But I am never going to promise anybody anything. And I talk about this in the book. You know, people need to be more resourceful in their research. Who are they aligning with? Who are they hiring? What is that energy also that you're allowing in? Um, it, It all comes back to our nervous systems, you know. And until I sat down with a spiritual advisor after my father passed, I don't think for most of my life I even understood what my nervous system was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I truly think most people walking around on the planet right now have no context of the idea that their nervous system is the catalyst for everything that they experience every day. Why are we not having these conversations? Mm. Why? I don't know. Why is this not the number one topic in school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to have a regulated nervous system? Oh, I mean, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Well, how do you become a grounded person with a regulated nervous system? You know, you you have to cut chaotic energy out of your life. Now, I'm not somebody that lives in fear of being around people that are I'm high energy. I'm not in fear of dealing with things that come up in everyday life. We're going to have things that are going to bring chaos, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I've unfortunately had to get very comfortable with navigating these things in a lot of difficult chapters of my life. And I've had to do a lot of it alone, which is really challenging. Mm -hmm. But I have the tools now, and I'm very grateful for that, to know that life is going to keep happening. And I can't get up every day and think that I am, you know, going to live in this bubble. Mm -hmm. What is the overarching message for this whole thing and what has taken me till probably just the most recent years to get is that it comes down to how you navigate those situations now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. My reaction 20 years ago would have been to probably, oh, I got to, like, everyone stop. <laughs> I got to <laughs> fix everything right away, right? That was me. That was the culture. I, I think most of us were like that, right? If there was a fire, how are we going to put it out? Go into action mode, solutions right away. Everyone put their solution out. But React. Great. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, I can give myself permission to feel for a second, digest, and think, how do I, as higher self Nicole at 44 years old, want to react to this situation now in a way that is going to make me feel good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, have a th- I have a thought and I have a question. The thought is that we, Kristen and I, realize and we, we uh, even the further we get in this business, the more we have realized how much our energy affects our team. And for the most part, we're, we don't work in an office together. And I feel like we have gotten better about setting a pace that is fast, because it is fast, but it's not chaotic. And I hope, and I think we can always do better, but I hope that our team says when things get, everybody starts to feel that frantic energy, Mm -hmm. what they see in us is Kristen and I say, okay, everybody, let's stop. Let's get on. let's, Let's all get together. Let's go through every single question or comment or whatever the situation is. Aggregate all the information that we know. So my other half always says slow is smooth and smooth is fast. 
And so I hope we've created that where we do have a very fast paced culture. And because that's the nature of mine and her personality, we would never, even if we said we want to have a you know slower culture, it would just, we, we wouldn't yeah. be able to do it. But hopefully they've seen us respond to that chaotic, frantic energy yes. with a, a breath and mm-hmm. a coming together and a, and a real calculated strategic response to it. Which, and by the way, I mean, what a beautiful catalyst you get to be for your team to see that at at your level, you know, that things can be done differently. Mm-hmm. And that is also going to change the tra- trajectory of how they move forward in their yeah. life. What a beautiful thing to to do. And I honor you guys because we are in very fast-paced jobs. I mean, I'm very mm-hmm. calmly talking about this, but what people don't see behind the scenes mm-hmm. is all of the energy and the work that I put into all my clients, you know, I pour into them. We all do. Mm-hmm. We're, we, of course we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you were thinking about chaos within the team and I was thinking about chaos within the individual. And um, I grew up living in a chaotic environment mm-hmm. at home and um, then continued to have, if you were to look at my entire historical journey, it's like chaos there, chaos there, chaos there. I was married. This is my third marriage, final marriage. Ten years next next month. Yay! <laughs> my best friend, love him to death. Um, so that's all good. But the first two, whoa, <laughs> you know, we won't go into all the detail. Clarity, but clarity, clarity from taking risks mm. and falling in love, and then realizing, actually, I want to go over here. Definitely. Yeah, well, the marriage, the the marriage before my current marriage, um, that was extremely chaotic. Um, it was abusive, and um, I came to the point I literally could have blamed, and could have hated, and had bitterness and all these things. But I immediately just stopped looking at him and that, and looked at myself, and was like, I was finally like, why do I keep finding myself in these situations? Why do I constantly have devastation and chaos in my life, you know? And I just said, I don't want to be this way anymore. You know, even though I wasn't the one who was abusive, I was the one being abused. And, you know, my counselor taught me it's okay to be a victim, but you're not going to continue to be a victim. You've been a victim, but you're not going to continue to be a victim. And so I did look back and go, I was a victim. I was a victim. I was a victim. I don't want to be a victim anymore, you know? How empowering, though so empowering but I, it, it came to mind because you talked about tools I hear that word and I think a lot of people don't think about tools being used on yourself you know well especially um, as w- women like us who are service providers because mm-hmm. we're giving so many tools to people right in work staff clients they're getting tools mm-hmm. for results but giving the tools to yourself is a mm-hmm. whole other layer And I learned that in counseling, you know, you have tools, Kristen, grab that tool. This is happening. You're going to use this tool and that tool. And um, we had this conversation recently. She started using tools. She was taught to use tools. And, (laughs) you know, it's just like part of maturity is knowledge and tools. Mm -hmm. You want to keep living in the chaos? Then allow yourself to react to it. Allow yourself to just, you know, be a victim of it. Mm -hmm. Or step back and go, knowledge. Why Why did this happen? And set yourself up for success is another thing you made me think of. Um, 
there's things that, you know, you can do. It's like, it's basically like your house. If you put all the furniture right in front of the door, you're going to trip over it the minute you walk in. And you're going to have to climb over it and get around it. And there's going to be dirt underneath it. And I, I love my analogy. She has the <laughs> you know, best analogy. You know, every so once in a while, you really should have your own show, you guys. <laughs> every once in a while, she has a zinger where I go, yeah, that, did, but that one didn't work. But 99% of the, the time, they're I'm perfect. So happy we met. Keep going. But right, you walk in and it's just like, you didn't set yourself up for a smooth entry into your sanctuary, which is where right. you're supposed to be able to relax and breathe yes. and be at peace. You get your furniture all in front of the door, you know? So I think we can do that in life, you know? And this applies so much, too, to, I know we're not going to get into, you know, the work specifics, but I think this is what people will find when they read this book is I have found a way to break down what I do for a living and teach it to people, but it's dominated by energy because I believe everyone is worthy of press and a, a restrictor for most people is they feel like they can't afford an agency. And so if they're going to go at it and try it on their own, how is your workspace, your mental space, your physical container, your home, wherever you are working, actually cleared energetically to dive into the details of beginning to navigate how to pitch yourself mm -hmm. because the amount of energy and entangling that goes into what I do and what you do is so detail-oriented. Mm -hmm. It is so much energy. So if you're chaotic up here, you're chaotic up here, your home office is chaotic, your office is chaotic, how can we receive mm -hmm. those opportunities that we are by birthright granted and worthy of, mm. of course we can't have new things come in if we're in chaos, but all that starts here in our internal compass. Mm -hmm. And I, hindsight, of course, for all of us, right? Now that I have these conversations, I think, oh my gosh, little girl Nicole, junior high Nicole, high school Nicole, corporate girl Nicole in her 20s, if I understood the element of energy all those years, how different things would have been. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, this is all part of our purpose. Yeah, It is part of our purpose because we are now, amongst many people in this world, thank goodness, having conversations to inspire and empower the future generation to actually focus on how they're feeling. And that was never a forefronting conversation. It just wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I don't fault anyone. That was just how we grew up. It's how society was. Checking things off a list, you know, provided success for people. I am enamored when I meet people who are just content and happy and doing things that light them up. And it's not about having, you know, $7 billion in the bank account. It's about scaling the soul, mm -hmm. right? Ooh, that's good. Scaling. Scaling the soul. That Stay might tuned. be the name, name you, of your podcast. You might see that coming up again sometime. But, <laughs> Is that the name of your book? Um, no. Oh. Actually, the book's called You Are Worthy of Press, but um, oh, Scaling the Soul so is a theme that I realize, like, for my life is really what this is about. Whether you're in business by yourself, whether you run a business with a team, whether you're in corporate, um, this is our mission, is navigating our soul. And also giving ourselves permission to, you know, 
sit in the seasons of learning. Mm-hmm. You know, we we did what we knew at those times. I had s- multiple seasons of chaos in my life. Also went through a divorce and started life over from f- scratch, literal zero at 35 years old. You know, I've been there. You know, I've had those Me moments too. where you have to look in the mirror and yeah. go, okay, yeah, there were there were other things that added to this, but what is my role? And also not beat yourself up over it. But just say, I want better for myself. I deserve better. I am worthy of better. How can I go get better? Mm-hmm. And that all starts with us, right? Mm-hmm. I want better for myself. I want is, for myself. I want better for myself. I say that about other people that I love, like friends that I meet. I'm like, oh, I wish they wanted more for themselves. Yeah. Want more. You know, that's another one. We need to put it on a mug and a T-shirt. Want right. more for Because yourself. you deserve more. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you talk about worth, and one thing I would say that's important for, I think important for all of us to say is that there's something that's happened in this conversation online and with all the gurus where I, I think it's important for people to be careful. I think it's important to have your humble hat on. You know, I think mm-hmm. humility is a very attractive quality. I think through humble seasons, we learn so much about ourselves. Um, but I think it's really important equally to stay empowered and to not dim your light. And there is this conversation that seems to go on, especially I see a lot with women where, you know, people see women out there doing great things and, you know, people start knocking them where I'm like, God bless that person for staying in their power and knowing that everything in life here is for the taking. And the only reason you might see people getting press or marketing or on that stage or are performing at that venue is because they believe that they are worthy of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to dim my light in this lifetime. I know you're not. Doesn't mean we're not kind people. It doesn't mean we haven't been through hard times. But let me tell you something, at 44 years old right now, I'm writing a book. The next few years are very pivotal in my destiny and chapters. And I am just getting started in so many ways. And I know we all are. And I think that it is so important when we talk about energy for people to just remember that wherever you're at right now, whatever age you're at, I don't care what season you're in, you are worthy of these desires coming true. They're on your heart for a reason. Mm -hmm. If you want big, you have to believe that you are worthy of big. And that, again, it doesn't mean, let me go prove to the world that I have, you know, billions in the bank. It's whatever's big to you, Mm -hmm. right? And maybe that is a very simple day-to-day life. That's fine. If that's big to you, if that's what you're dreaming of, amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we cannot dim our light and get to fulfill our true destiny and our true callings because we have to open ourselves up for opportunity. And that requires a lot of bravery and courage. Mm -hmm. Which you are demonstrating (laughs) in spades, in spades. Thank you. Um, When does the book come out and can people buy it pre? No pre-order, unfortunately. So I I will talk more about this too. I'm self-publishing, which I'll I'll share more in my stories. I'm self-publishing for a handful of reasons, but I'm excited to get this out. It's going to be available end of September. It's um, part one, um, all personal chapters of my own discovery of worth and value and and where little girl Nicole started having a love affair with magazines and publishing and wanting to work in PR and 
started from a very early age. So I think it'll give people great context to who I am and who I was. And um, then the second part is really teaching small business owners these tactics, which I've spent years doing, and I've just put them into a book. Um, so it'll be out end of September. Anyone following me at Nicole Maiden on Instagram, you will see the next few months, plenty of it. Um, so yes, if you're a small business owner wanting to really navigate how to start formulating your own press coverage and, and learning about, you know, all the little behind the scenes details, it'll be a great little book to take your highlighter out and pen and, you know, have, have by your side as you're going through your work day. We I can't think of a business owner who isn't interested, yeah, right? Yeah. You know this. You know this <laughs> and learned, why you wrote the book. And we've learned so much. Mm-hmm. We've learned so much from you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for Thank coming you on guys. and sharing your wisdom You're and your and your energy with us. Thank you. I'm and so everybody proud of you else. guys. We're this proud is of so you. amazing. By the way, I'm probably the only guest who's going to have a soda. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> We're going to need to have you on again. Yeah. Aww. Thanks, Nicole. Cool. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. That's a wrap for today's journey on Inspired After Hours. We hope our conversations have offered you unique insights and ignited your own aspirations. Remember, every story we share is a beacon of wisdom meant to inspire your own path. Stay with us as we continue to delve into the lives of successful leaders. Subscribe to stay tuned and join us next time on Inspired After Hours. Until then, stay inspired.